0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to a very sober January 7th. We had our... (laughs) Ari and I had our recognized day of mourning yesterday for the the one-year anniversary of uh, America's second 9-11, January 6th.
1: (laughs) You're talking about when Mike Pence illegally certified the stolen election?
0: where we got so, so close to hanging Mike Pence. It's just, you know, it's sad. Yeah, it's been, I don't, I mean, you're not online, but it's been unbearable. I'm not online. It's been unbearable. I it's, bet. it's so bad. It's like, you have like half the people saying like, it doesn't matter at all, and then the other half the people that are like, like, I, I think it was Nancy Pelosi, but who's, who's literally comparing it to Pearl Harbor and nine eleven.
1: What I was thinking, which was an interesting comparison is, uh, <clears throat> somebody compared it to the sunflower movement. Was it you? I, I was
0: thinking, yeah, I've, I've talked about that before on the podcast, and oh, maybe it was there's, there's, you could also compare it to, like, Hong Kongers occupying buildings. Yeah, yeah, so. that's,
1: that's what I was thinking when they went to the Legislative Council and vandalized it, and then the person I was talking to was like, well, I mean, that was a non-representative institution, and what I was thinking is, that's the same argument that they would <laughs> yeah. make for Congress.
0: Yeah, well, the the thing is, is like, like
1: illegal, impo- not illegal, but an improper apportionment rules, all that kind of stuff.
0: So yeah, there's it's not true representation. Which I mean, I think you can make an argument about the United States in that way, but I mean there the, are very the, clear
1: ways through like gerrymandering, I would say.
0: Well, and also the fact that you look at like public opinion polls versus like the way that Congress people vote, and like like you look at uh, Joe Manchin in West Virginia, like. He's out there saying, like, I don't know how I'd explain this to my voters in West Virginia talking about Build Back Better. And when you poll West, you look at the polls, West Virginia people basically support every provision inside the bill. So but it's do they it's they
1: support it overall. That's my, that would be my, question. I would
0: have to look. But I know, I, I know provision by provision, they certainly do. Because a
1: lot of people are stupid. They're like, oh, yeah, I like everything in there, but it's that, I don't like that Build Back Better mm. bill.
0: Well, that's how it was with Obama. But my meaning being that I think you could make that argument, like you said, also with gerrymandering, things like that. But also...
1: Gerrymandering is clear. And I think also the fact that the Senate... I mean, the, the rules apportioning the Senate are, frankly, like, fucking
0: stupid. But it's certainly an undemocratic institution. Like, it just is on its face. That's why it was created. But what I was going to say is that the reason that Hong Kongers occupied the legislature, why Taiwanese occupied the legislature, is because they they actually were fighting against something that was really happening. Donald Trump did not win the twenty twenty election. That's just patently false.
1: Well, they believe they didn't believe that.
0: Just because you believe something doesn't mean it's true. Like just because I believe that, you know, God told me that I should murder all the infidels doesn't mean that I get to.
1: Yeah, but in a, in an era where I would say the media is less than less than transparent, yeah. is a pretty opaque information atmosphere in general. And keep in mind, this is a year after like the, the federal government was proven proven lying to us about covid anthony fauci came out on record basically saying that uh masks are not effective and then got caught lying didn't reverse it didn't get fired yeah like the trust in institutions was already low before the government fucked e- up covid so yeah badly. even
0: before that it's they're historically low i mean
1: yeah so like <laughs> when you say it's it, di- it didn't happen like who who are the truth keepers now that's the question and these people would say they are there are no truth. Well, there anymore.
0: are. It's it's called four chan, <laughs> and eight chan. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> it's that's the thing is everyone has their enclaves of truth, so everyone gets to be their own little truth and justice committees.
1: I feel like the the. I mean, the federal government has fucked itself in a lot of ways For by sure. lying to the American no, 100%. people. one hundred percent. So many times, and COVID has just proven that not only they're incompetent, but they're a bunch of they're a bunch of liars who are not interested in protecting the public good. So yeah, I. While I don't agree with what they did, I don't agree with violence and I you know, I don't agree in principle. I, I think that Biden did win the election. And I I sympathize with the ability for people to be able to occupy their to peaceably to peaceably occupy their legislature. That's another. Should they choose to. That's
0: another difference that should be drawn between what Hong Kongers. I mean, Hong Kongers technically broke down the doors, but they didn't commit violence against any people, and neither did the the Sunflower Movement when they occupied the legislature. They were actually the ones that got beaten up. So it's it's completely different. Like
1: when you say, well, first of all, both of those movements consisted of dozens, if not the the Sunflower Movement was dozens, I think the Hong Kong protest that was hundreds, if not thousands, of people. So even if two or three had beaten up a police officer, that would still would, would not have delegitimized it. As far as the Capitol Hill riot protests, whatever you want to call them, those were probably thousands, if not tens of thousands well, of people. Huh? And a lot of them were basically spurred on by police officers. So well, and, no-
0: and Trump. And Trump. Yeah, and allow, allowed, like you said, by police officers into the Capitol.
1: So the claims of violence. Well, I totally am completely against violence, obviously. Um, I think that a lot of the... The claims of violence where they oh they would have you know killed mike pence and, and hung him in the middle of i i think those claims are a little bit overwrought to say I, at least. I
0: wonder i think i wonder too i think a few i think there's certain members of the crowds that probably would have but i think we're both there's, talking
1: there's, about false conditionals that didn't happen so yeah, yeah, it's yeah like no it's we're it's, just wildly speculating it certainly
0: didn't there was there was basically in terms of like like actual killing of other people, there was one on each side. There was the lady that got shot like in the face for breaking through that door, and then there was they killed a cop. So, uh, and then there was a bunch of like fatalities from people that like yeah a lot of heart got, got really excited and like tased themselves in the balls and then fucking had a heart attack.
1: I would say probably the amount of people who were shot in D.C. by police that day is like not even close to that death count, but I'm I'm just I'm just ballparking. So mm, yeah. <laughs> realistically, there should have been no violence here. It was probably uncalled for. I, I don't think that the election was stolen, but I can I can sympathize with their their motive to to make their voices heard in that circumstance.
0: Yeah. And I think like kind of like you were alluding to earlier, I think it's definitely that tactic of occupying governmental buildings. is is definitely one that I support.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think it's kind of been blown up a bit.
0: Oh certainly. I mean the 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 comparisons to like 9/11 and stuff just make me laugh because it's Harbor. it's yeah, Pearl Harbor. It's just so it's so ridiculous such a stretch. And then Nancy Pelosi has Lynn manuel Miranda and his his goon squad into like sing a song today on January 6th or I guess yesterday now. It's just like, oh this is so performative. It's just like the fucking guy who
1: who invented the Miranda rights. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. He's a cop. Um it's a uh,
1: I think Miranda was uh, a guy who got arrested.
0: I it mean, was no, it Miranda was really? definitely was, yeah, definitely was. It's just so performative. It's like the kente cloth shit. Yeah. It's just like you're you're willing to make these statements, but you're literally not willing to lift a finger to like actually make Americans' lives better. Like her, the, the there was all that stuff that came out recently of her like making all these trades. Speaking specifically of Pelosi, she just made like a couple bit, million dollars. Oh, you mean like, stock trades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she's a slime ball. She's a slime ball, and the funny thing is, is like they had a. I told you about this before. I don't remember if I said it on pod. There was a, just a Twitter account that would literally all it did was retweet her trades, and it got banned. Now I would like to. I don't know the exact reason that they gave for shutting it down. Jack
1: Dorsey's in her pocket. Well,
0: Jack Dorsey doesn't work for Twitter anymore, Ari. He retired.
1: That doesn't mean he's not still running it behind the scenes. I, I don't know the situation. I'm, I'm there, just
0: but. kidding. I don't. It, it, I mean, it's a shithole either way. Whether he's in there or not, it's been set up in the way it's set up to allow... It's it's the same with most institutions in the United States and around the world where powerful people are giving given large leeway, long leashes, and average working-class citizens are snatched off the platform at an instant's notice for things that elites do every day.
1: Like the members of Congress, and you can see I mean, their yep. reaction to this. The most important lives in America are not Americans' lives. They're the lives of the members of Congress.
0: Well, those are Americans, but they're rich elite Americans.
1: They're not. They're not American. They're. Aren't they like immune to criminal prosecution or something ridiculous like that? When, they're not
0: when they're when they're in in like the process of their duty. That's why like they're
1: like literally above the law.
0: Yeah, there there have been instances where like. Because if like they're going to attend a section of Congress, they can literally like get in a, like a drunk driving accident and murder someone and like not go to jail. It's fucked, man. It's so it's so messed up. Yeah, they're literally they're li- like people don't realize that they're literally above the law. Not to mention the fact that we have a two tier justice system in America anyway, where like if you have a shitload of money, you get off when you commit any sort of act. Like well,
1: that that fraud lady didn't. But I guess a lot of her money was well, probably seized. It's,
0: no, it's the same same thing. This is this is the thing that that like true like uh, hustlers know is that when you scam people, you scam a bunch of poor people. You don't scam rich people because that's what she did. Just just like the whole Enron scandal. When you scam rich people, you will go to fucking jail. But if you scam poor people, it doesn't matter. You will walk every time, especially if you're rich and powerful. But if you're like a poor person scamming other poor people, that's a, it's kind of up in the air. You'll probably go to jail because they like locking poor people up because it's the new version of slavery. That's how they continue their their uh, free work program. Actually, those
1: are slightly radical oversimplifications.
0: S- Slight simplifications, but I mean that's how places like Walmart and Amazon maintain like dollar a day wages. They they prisoners. Yeah, they there are people right now currently in the United States that work for places like Amazon and Walmart that work for a dollar a day. Literally, chi- like Chinese poverty level wages, they know. they do things like they'll like make little trinkets or they'll like do uh, call centers and they just that's they they make the equivalent of like a dollar a day, and they work for these giant corporations.
1: Where's the rest of that money going?
0: Cause the into reason, Amazon's pocket. Minimum wage. doesn't matter. You're you're a prisoner. They don't have to pay you shit.
1: I'm mean, gonna I have to look that up.
0: I mean, the Thirteenth Amendment allows slavery. It's, you're, you're not allowed to basically be enslaved unless unless you're in prison. If you're in prison, then it's, it's okay. You're allowed to be, like, forced to work and forced to essentially be a slave, which you can look at. They've, they've been having, obviously, a, because of climate change, a ton of forest fires in California. They just changed this recently, fucking finally. But before, all these prisoners were working as firefighters, putting their fucking lives on the line, making, again, like a dollar a day. And when they got out, they were barred from being firefighters. So they learned a skill, like which rarely happens inside of prison, and then they weren't allowed to use that skill. Well, know well about that. That's bullshit, man. You're supposed to be firefighting is not like you're supposed to be fucking reformed, man, and. that's, this is what well, this is why the recidivism rates are so high in the United States is because you lock people up for so long, dehumanize them and then when they get out they have literally no opportunities because you have to check a box that says you're a fucking criminal for I the rest agree, of your life.
1: I agree I that that there should be a term on that, but it should also be based on what crime you've committed. And it-
0: absolutely. Absolutely, but this is this was for like any I believe is any federal crime. So you could get caught with a dime bag of weed like two or three times and then you're just fucked for the rest of your life. And no wonder you people are fucking committing, keep committing crimes. Like if, if the choice for me is if I have like two kids and I get out of prison and I have a fucking federal crime in my, options are like work at McDonald's for minimum wage and my kids starve or I or like
1: go back to prison and just abandon your family.
0: Maybe. But the, the idea is that, that you don't get caught. I mean,
1: yeah, and that, that it, worked so well the last time.
0: Well, <laughs> maybe one, these people maybe aren't thinking rationally because they've been in a, like a fucking cage half their life. But also like, yeah, maybe you think you get, you have a better way of doing it this time or you're going to try to do something else. Like, I don't know. I have a lot of
1: friends who went to prison. Which is not a nice thing to say. It's not like a thing that I'm proud of, but I would say that the system did not help them, but the system, there was something broken in them. Right, but it wasn't the, society's fault. The reason they ended up in prison was because they were, themselves were disturbed. That like, my, psychologically that, disturbed. That, that
0: might be true, but I don't think everyone that goes to prison is psychologically disturbed. Everyone I, that I know,
1: and <clears> I would say That's like, fine, that's anecdotal. Close friends. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I
0: know. That's. It, it, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying... I know people who weren't disturbed that went to prison for a long time and came out worse, and I know yeah. people that that went to prison and came out similar and decided to change their life because of it. So I mean, there's different stories for everything. I know.
1: I'm saying that it's not it's not like <clears throat> systematic. It's it's not like trapping them in a cycle. I would say the, I, the reason I that they went that. to prison, I agree that it should be more rehabilitative for sure. But I would say that typically, like the reason that they went to prison in the first place was not. It was not societal. It wasn't systematic. It was a deep-seated personal issue, and it never got resolved.
0: I would say that's partially society's fault. We should be taking care of these people. We should have things like free, like Medicare for all, where you get mental health care. Now I mean, th- there are going to be people I who slip through the crap. but
1: not none of these people. The, some people are just like if you look at the the criminology textbooks, they just call it like socially deviant. They just there's something wrong with their psyche where they cannot basically empathize properly with other people and therefore because of their crimes or because of their nature they don't they don't feel guilt they don't have that impulse not to do something that will totally hurt someone else <clears throat>
0: totally no there are definitely those people and that's why i can't quite bring myself to be a prison abolitionist but i also think one it's very Surprising that you have so many psychopathic friends, <laughs> but I had a lot. Growing up, I, <laughs> I think some of that, though, is I think I've told you some stories. Yeah, yeah you. you've told me some crazy stories. I think some of that is is a little bit of both because I, I, I generally fall somewhere in the middle with the nature versus nurture argument, so I don't know how much of that is learned behavior and how much of it is like inherently like you have some synapses mess firing in your brain or something i'm
1: not saying that it can't be solved but i'm saying like i meant i'm even medicare for all wouldn't solve that though that thing would require those people to have basically had a totally different childhood there's nothing else there's nothing that could save that also that
0: that also goes towards poverty alleviation they
1: weren't poor the ones that i'm talking about were all richer than me every single one of them
0: well yeah it
1: was because their parents were fucked up that's yeah, eugenics more than anything else.
0: I don't think that's eugenics. I, no, I'm saying I, like
1: th- those there were parents who like basically should not have had kids not not because they were poor but because they weren't psychologically prepared to to give them the nurturing they needed more than anything. It wasn't a poverty issue. For I think any of these. People.
0: I think that also comes into like we also need to improve our like education system. It's obviously they, super multifaceted.
1: Dropped out of school. Every single yeah. one of them.
0: For what reason? That's the question. They, um, no, I mean, I, I meant education for like the parents. Oh. We should have like be- better education for like expecting parents and also more resources to help them raise their kids. I, but I do agree with you. There are a certain amount of people that are just fucked. Like, they're just fucked but that's why we should have a huge safety net and take care of them and if they need to spend the rest of their life in a facility or what you know whatever whatever their situation is we should have that prepared for them but what america does is th- either throw them in prison or let them like go on the street and then like you know threaten people like when they get like a weird drug problem and then like start attacking people on the subway or something we just kind of wash our hands and of it until like- there's <laughs> I mean, I don't have a big, huge problem with panhandling, but I do think that it's absurd that there are homeless people in the United States. I don't know. It's it's obviously super multifaceted. And we can I, have a long discussion about homelessness. I don't know how thing. we how we got on this topic either. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we're good at mandarin.
1: But we can talk about America first if you want. I got a couple. Cool. Which is that, well, America, I mean, if anyone doesn't know that America is now over a million cases today of COVID, they've yeah. utterly failed. And I think it's it's totally ironic that all of the American media is now criticizing... I've seen so much lately criticizing China for, for their zero COVID policy. <laughs> saying, like, why don't they just join the rest of the world and just learn to live with COVID? Yeah, why,
0: like, why wouldn't you just give up like us? Why wouldn't you just totally throw your hands up in the air and let a bunch of children die?
1: Yeah, they're just, I mean, <laughs> slitting, their, slitting their wrists and just laying down in the bathtub basically being like... It's I mean, so we've given warm. up, but realistically... A country that's fucked it up so bad, how do they have the gall to like lecture other countries?
0: American exceptionalism, man. Americans are supremely fucking. We're doing
1: the we're doing worse than literally any other country in the entire I world, know. and
0: yet we have the right to lecture you about uh, your stupid policy. I was I was looking at it because I I see these people who like in some cases I think are like ostensibly like decent journalists or used to be before COVID like rotted their fucking brains, but like they're just talking about how like it's, it's the it's, vaccines. Well like people who are who race. are like quote unquote left like leftists or like on the progressive side of things they're like like making children wear masks and and like taking them out of school right now is child abuse. And it's like no what child abuse is is forcing a child to go to school who might have a precondition pre, uh, pre-existing condition shoving them in there without and making forcing them not to wear a mask because you think that it's going to fuck with their exemptions? facial facial recognition or something. I I'm not sure. Again, every state is different. It's super complicated. But then taking that disease home and killing both their parents and now they're fucking like they don't have any parents. I was looking at the statistic. This was back in May of last year. Already at that time when it wasn't even that bad. We didn't have fucking Delta at that time. There was 1.5 million parents around the world that had already died. And I'm sure the majority of that was in the United States because it's all estimates because we don't exactly know. So there's just Fucking COVID babies that just don't have parents COVID anymore. Weapons. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking horrific, man. So like, fuck off with that shit. Miss me with that. Also, I love how teachers like always get thrown under the bus. Same with nurses. Like people just think that th- these people are there to serve you. It's like no, they're human beings as well, and they have a well, right to a lot fucking. Of times
1: with public employees in general, that's just like the stereotype. Well, like, nurses we aren't salaries. well,
0: nurses aren't public employees, the ones who but work the at same public hospitals are. The same. Well, we don't. I mean. Kind of, yeah, kind of. But even still, like, I hate when I see like teachers protesting, and then people are like, "Oh, like you just don't care about the kids." It's like actually the reason they're protesting is because the fucking government doesn't give them any money, so they have to buy all their own school supplies. No, I agree,
1: through they're underpaid and they're abused, but I, 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 am just giving you the no, no. no for I a I, lot I know what that. you're
0: saying. No, I people think that, but just because you pay someone's salary doesn't mean they're your slave. Just like a boss. Just because they pay my salary doesn't mean they get to dictate everything about my life. No, and the fact they that I sh- the right to shoot you. Yeah, they. G- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. You were nine minutes late to work today. Up against the wall, peasant.
1: You were ah. skateboarding
0: in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meet my AR-15. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's disgusting, but. Uh, I I I mean, like I said, I think America has given up. So I honestly hope yeah,
1: I, I think the whole world is. There, going
0: well on. there was a st- there was a story in out of chicago that basically the teachers just walked out and i was gonna mention su- that
1: but i saw you mention that on wednesday oh yeah, not yeah, that yeah they walked out the teachers union basically said that they're gonna yeah they shut down the schools they,
0: they successfully in a, a couple places but chicago was the one i saw most recently got a distance learning basically because they were like we won't come to school like this is stupid
1: it's totally stupid
0: i feel bad for my mom whose school district still refuses to enforce masks which here's another thing is like this shows me that like i mean americans kind of have always been a little bit like anti-education but it shows me that this is not about education it's about a daycare service
1: that's yeah that's exactly
0: right which is another thing that the state should be providing which build back better was supposed to provide for but again thanks president joe manchin um but yeah, that's it, that that's all it really boils down to. And if they want to if they want to do that, I say just like, you know, send send the kids to school and just put them in a room with a CCTV camera and a security guard can watch over them like a prison because that's what we have anyway, is a school to prison pipeline, so it's even more streamlined now.
1: I disagree with that oversimplification, but
0: <laughs> I'm only doing oversimplifications today. I saw a, an article saying that we should treat beef like coal. What do you Basically mean? Basically like carbon tax? yeah, oh, yeah. put carbon taxes on it. Cuz be- like if you compare uh beef to to tofu and even pork honestly, but beef beef to tofu, let's use that cuz that works better for my argument, which is that you should go vegan um or at least vegetarian is that it's like 31 it produces 31 times more carbon dioxide per calorie than tofu.
1: Yeah, I was looking at the numbers of like water and
0: not to mention methane. Yeah, Me- and methane is one of the worst greenhouse gases. It's it's similar of the it's actually uh, less of a. Okay, so if you compare uh, uh, hydropower to coal, that's only a twenty four times difference. So this gives you some some idea of the scale. Now I don't know about the total numbers on both of those outputs, but just to give you like a scaling. It's kind of ridiculous. You say hydropower, mm-hmm. why
1: would hydropower produce carbon emissions? Well,
0: I mean, I I assume like setting setting it up, you know, like build, oh, building building the installations and all that stuff, yeah, exactly, in maintenance, but yeah. Anyway, that was good. And then there was one other like kind of animal rights adjacent stories uh, that I'll just throw in here is that Italy uh voted to ban fur farming and they're gonna shut down all their mink farms that, that's kinda cool yeah I, like that. I mean it was fucked at the beginning of COVID you saw like all these like fur farms just culling like thousands and thousands if not tens hundreds of thousands of these animals it's sickening to watch
1: well now it's just gonna move to China like all the other lawless shit or North Korea
0: <sighs> yeah well I mean where else are you gonna go for your pangolin dick pills lol <laughs> your little TCM so you can drink some like Rhino horn ground into little boys pee. Gross. That's that's like legit TCM like man. I don't like it either.
1: Djokovic, that tennis player. Did you hear about what's happening with that? Oh yeah, he got it's kicked like out of Australia, right? Yeah, basically he like he landed in Australia and they, I think he had like a provisional visa and they're just like no, and he's, then they just sent him to get deported.
0: Yeah, he's just like which
1: is crazy because he's like the one of the number one tennis players in the world.
0: Man, tennis has been pretty fucking base lately, with the the women's tennis association pulling out of China because yeah. of the Pong Sui stuff and then this, like good. Like
1: Well, you know what you know the circumstances what happened here, right?
0: What? That he got like a I know he got like a vaccine exemption or something. Yeah,
1: and they're like, No, this isn't good enough. And they deported him.
0: What is his reasoning behind that? I he's didn't just anti vax I think he just got That's what I know he's critical of I vaccines.
1: Don't like that word. He is he's skeptical of vaccine about the COVID hesitant. Vaccines.
0: Vaccine hesitant is the nicer word that people usually bandy about. I, I mean, I th- here's what I think is like, I think if you don't want to get the vaccine, uh, as long as you wear your mask and you're careful and you test, I think that's an acceptable position if you have realistic, like, and people, and liberal fucking scolds that want to yell at me, like, h- how do you feel about the fact that you're scolding, you know, like 30% of black people in the United States? Huh? How does that make you feel, libtards? Um, but anyway I think again that's it's probably fine as long as you're doing like a lot of testing and stuff but also like if you're doing something like that that's like hugely unimportant to the world it's entertainment then you also yeah. have to deal with the, the consequences and you don't get to bitch about it
1: I don't feel bad for it I just think no, it's I don't an either, interesting though. case I think Australia I mean it's a sovereign country they have the right to do whatever they want I think yeah. that I think that this personally I think it's quite stupid because I think especially with the Omicron strain the vaccines have proven, regardless of what you want to say, the claims you want to make, that based on literally almost no clinical evidence whatsoever that it can still protect you against uh, hospitalization or severe infection, which we don't have that data yet. We just don't know. Yeah. Omicron is five weeks old. Yeah, It's basically been proven a 100% through the, the number of people that have gotten infected is that it doesn't help at all with the spread of it. So to say that because you're vaccinated, you're less likely to spread it is... It's just a patent falsehood. So the the notion that him getting vaccinated would prevent him from bringing it into
0: Australia is... You know, they, everyone should be testing anyway, and quarantining. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So this is just kind of a stupid move. but And it just makes them look petty. But I guess Australia is very strict about their, like, in general about things coming in and out of their country because they consider themselves a little precious island, despite the fact that they destroy their environment with mining.
0: We're preaching colony.
1: I love Australia, but their immigration and their, like, their border controls are the strictest i've ever seen in the world i've never been questioned so many times at borders as i have been in australia it's interesting
0: that they let so many like foreign workers in though like so many taiwanese people go there to work working, working holidays, holiday though. yeah oh interesting i've never been there but i would like to go it looks like a beautiful country lots of scary animals though
1: mm, i don't think there's anything that will kill you really
0: are you kidding me like all the snakes and spiders
1: yeah but how often do you actually encounter those i've been to australia 3 times i've gone camping twice there and i have the only thing that i've ever encountered i mean i've seen all the all their like famous wildlife. i've never seen a snake and i've never seen a giant spider did there. you
0: see a platypus i did not see a platypus i know the dingoes ate your shoes
1: yeah the dingoes ate my <laughs> shoes i saw i saw a koalas i saw kangaroos i saw alligators not in the wild and i saw uh, what's that a little the little a quokka quokka
0: I don't know. I I, I think but it's. I've never seen snakes or spiders. Though. Really interesting country, but all I'm saying is they have a lot of animals that will kill you if if you catch yourself in the wrong. Did you did you <laughs> yeah, go? But out? they
1: have snakes and spiders everywhere that will kill you. It's not like yeah, that's
0: true. But there's I mean like like you think about Taiwan. There's not that many venomous. There's only two kinds of venomous spiders and a few kinds of venomous snakes. And I've only seen one snake in the five years that I've been well, you here. Said Six I was years I've been. Predatory here. animals Oh yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's like, fair. Yeah. The yeah, only yeah.
1: thing they have is in the north, which is like. Alligators, crocodiles, whatever they are,
0: dingoes, and the uh, can- kangaroos are pretty. They're not predatory, but they're pretty nasty little bastards.
1: They're nasty, but they kind of avoid people. It seems like
0: that's fair. I I, I mean, I've just seen enough videos where they're like attacking dogs or like kicking humans.
1: I think I have sent you that video a long time ago.
0: I saw I mean, you've got that dog in the headlock. Yeah, and the guy socks him in the head. He just. <laughs> I I like the one. There's one where a guy comes down in a parachute, and the kangaroo like hops up to him and tries to fight him, and he just like socks it too. Which I feel bad for the kangaroo, but like you know, fuck around and find out. You can't be people fighting people. People
1: kangaroos there; they don't like them very much.
0: It's I I think it's from what I've conversations I've had with Australians is uh it's similar to like where I live in deer. Yeah. It's just like you hit them in your car; they're dangerous. They're like kind of if annoying. You live in the country, they're like which a lot of Australians do. Yeah, they're like giant rodents, basically. The
1: urbanites, I think, are a little bit more.
0: Well, yeah, they're they're soft. Well, they're also like kind of like a national symbol, so
1: they are, yeah. They definitely are. Just
0: like turkeys in America.
1: Which Americans also love to eat. <laughs>
0: it's not a national symbol, but I'm just kidding. Uh it's just a national bird. Yeah. <laughs> How sick would it be if that was our national bird instead of instead of the, the eagle? I don't Which, think we have a
1: national bird, do we? Yeah,
0: the bald eagle, bro. Is
1: it our national bird or is it just on the money?
0: It's definitely our national bird. And also, um it's One, it's funny because you know the like the classic like eagle screech? I'll insert it here. That that is not a bald eagle. A bald eagle actually sounds like a it sounds really weak and weird. And I'll insert that here
1: Kinda cute. Just sounds like a bird. But it doesn't
0: it doesn't sound like menacing like a like like you think of that like powerful like That, like, powerful, like, eagle screech. That's true. Yeah, think about if you just, like, saw, like, a military commercial, like, are like, join the Army National Guard, we'll give you an M-60, and you can go out there and kill some goddamn terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be as powerful, right? Probably not. (laughs) Same thing if it was, like, a turkey. Like, you're just, like, "One, one man stands alone against the Afghan terrorists. He is a Marine. You can be a Marine. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't hit the same, you know? I guess. No need to guess. I do guess.
1: Do you hear what's happening in Sudan? I don't think so. They, the prime minister resigned again after, like, they had a coup a couple months ago, and then they took him out of power, and then people started protesting. I'm sure you remember the protest. Yeah. I think we talked about it. Yeah. And
0: um, I remember the calling for him to resign, but I, I didn't hear that he actually did.
1: Well, they put him th- the he's a civilian like technocrat anyway. Mm-hmm. So the military put him back in and then people are like, well, you know, the military is still in charge. We want like real elections and real democracy. Mm-hmm. And then he he ended up resigning again here. Dang. Yeah. It's going to get ugly and people are protesting again. And that is one country where I. I want to talk about Kazakhstan a I minute. Mean, that is a yeah. country where they have no qualms about using force against protesters. They will just like go out there with those like uh, truck-mounted machine guns and start firing into yeah. the crowds. Yeah, that's a that's a dark country with some serious problems. And what I heard is that the United States is like basically the only country in the world that's saying anything. That's like, oh, you know, get your democracy back on track, boys. But meanwhile, basically, the UAE, primarily Dubai, and then Egypt are. Giving them weapons and stuff like that, so
0: what? Just to sell weapons? Is there is there some no, other? I, mean, I mean it's influence peddling. Okay. I mean, Egypt
1: is their no- their neighbor to the well, yeah, their neighbor to the north because now they have Egypt and then Sudan and then South yeah. Sudan is a separate country, right? So yeah, they're their neighbor to the north, so they definitely want to like it's a a little bit of puppetism, I would say.
0: I mean, it makes sense. That's kind of what happens all the time, right?
1: I guess so. It's dark, and i hope I hope they can resolve it, but I think the world is in such a wrecked state right now that
0: yeah, even the, uh, you think about their their neighbor to the east, which is Ethiopia, like they're also dealing with yeah. you know basically a coup situation as well.
1: It was interesting. I was just reading a book, and they're talking about how like technically like if if all of these things are thought to cause democracy like political development and connecting people and globalization and all these things if democratization is like the end path for all of these processes then the world should be tending towards democracy and then you just look at here we are in 2022 and it's just like the entire world is basically in, in a state of regression right now into authoritarianism and even in democracies into a state of basically chaos where people have lost complete faith in the system because the government doesn't at all work towards the interest of its people. It's just kind of,
0: yeah. I mean, that's the way that we think about stuff. Is is because like that's what's happened, especially as Americans. Like that's what's happened in our recent past. But there's nothing that so th- the
1: January sixth reference. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I mean, in Asia, in Africa, Europe. I mean, everywhere you look, it's kind of like a rollback. I mean, the decline of democracy, the decline of liberalism in general.
0: Of yeah, and and I would say in a lot of places. I can't but... think
1: of a place where it's. Taiwan. Even in Taiwan, the fact that like this is, I think, the worst turnout referendum they've had in Taiwanese history. That's not a good sign for their democracy. I
0: don't know if that's a bad sign for democracy or if it's just the fact that they put up like stuff that no one cares about, and it's also like the middle of a pandemic. But I don't know. I don't know if I would say that. I don't know if it's soon enough to say like it's a bad sign for their democracy. I mean, I do. I agree with you. The overall worldwide trends is is tending that way. But I also think that there's what I was going to say is that like people think that like we think, Oh, it's like always progressing towards democracy and like everything's getting better. And I think in a lot of terms, the world is getting better. Like there's less, there's generally less violence and murder and like horrible things going on. And people are more informed and educated. Well, I mean, we're in like pretty unprecedented times for like the past hundred years. But my point being is that to, to view it as like, it's, like that's just the way it goes. Is we like become more democratic? Like that's a historical. It doesn't always go forward. Like a lot of times we just regress. So like people have to hold the the systems accountable.
1: I don't. I don't think. I mean, you can accept that there's some like forward and backward movement without. Without pointing out that right now a lot of the frail democracies and a lot of these collapsing systems don't have it, the proje- the trajectory doesn't look good for the future either. You look at no, I agree, yeah, the I totally agree. Soviet Union. I I can't think of like a single country right now in the former Soviet Union that I think is
0: well. I would say the Baltic, Baltic, Baltic states. states yeah, yeah, okay, fine.
1: <clears throat> like the other than the Baltic states, other than the ones who have joined the EU, I can't think of any who are in good shape. I would say Uzbekistan. I heard some good things about recently i don't remember what the details were okay basically everything else is in a complete tragedy and that's just like one of a dozen regions in the world that you can basically the same thing for sure for sure asia same thing thailand myanmar south korea now trying to make a peace agreement with their now nuclear armed north north neighbor in exchange for absolutely fucking nothing yeah i don't i don't know that
0: i don't know that's like the collapse of democracy though I mean, they've had problems with their presidents and stuff recently. Oh but yeah, like,
1: yeah. I mean, that's another one. That's well, the, the the that is not the collapse of democracy. The idea is that that moves them towards a kind of unification, because that's the ultimate goal for both the North and the South. Right, but In I don't a system where the North is basically not budging at all, and the South is making all the concessions. For means, sure,
0: but I don't think that the, the South is like going to take the knee and let let. Kim Jong Un take over, so I
1: signing a peace agreement and kicking out the Americans would be it would be a pretty big step towards that, and that's what they're considering right now.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, what is North Korea going to do? An invasion? I don't. I mean, they could try, but they would get wiped off the map. They who?
1: If the Americans are out, the Americans are out.
0: I mean, yeah, but like this. Well, the South. I mean, this the South Koreans are not just going to like let them waltz in. Now you Chinese
1: army backs the North and has for seventy years.
0: If China invades South Korea, then we're talking about something completely different there.
1: I don't think so. I think if if they kick the US out, I don't think anyone would give two shits anymore. I think if they if they did sign that and the contingency for that and the and the the qualification was that the United States troops had to leave, I think that would be the end of other countries being willing to back South Korea.
0: I'm not we sure spent about that. Seventy Nor,
1: fucking years backing them up. If they kicked us out, no other country would come to their assistance.
0: I don't know if I agree with that because J- maybe Japan.
1: Japan hates North, South Korea.
0: They hate them, but they also know that, like in terms of regional stability, they're pretty key. So you're so, saying
1: Japan would take on China and North Korea? I'm not saying
0: they would. I'm saying that they they might. And also, so I a don't. I that don't
1: stabbed their. I also. The I back. also
0: don't think that China is going to invade. South Korea.
1: I don't think China will either, but the North Koreans are unstable. Which for is sure, no, the no, fir- that North- I don't disagree with. That's why the Korean War happened.
0: The, the yeah, Chinese you know. didn't want
1: to invade then either; they just got dragged into it. And oh no, I
0: mean, I that all I, I I agree with. I'm just saying I don't think China is going to invade South Korea, even if the United States is pulled out.
1: I'm not saying China is going to. I'm saying North Korea intends to at some point.
0: Right, but if North Korea again itself invades, they're not going to do anything to South Korea unless they nuke it. Like they could, they could shell it. And again, South Korea is going to wipe them off the map. I don't know. That's my contention. I I agree with your original point is that if they do this like peace agreement and they give a bunch of concessions and get none from the northern side, I think that's kind of stupid.
1: I mean, that's been the history of at least the U.S. and North Korean relations for the past 50 years is that we keep – uh giving them concessions giving them sanctions reliefs, and then they basically just keep developing nukes that they're going to use against us
0: I don't know if they're going to use them against us I mean they I, say they're going to use they're them They're going against they him. say them I mean there's a there's a big difference between rhetoric and actual action I think th- they for, don't have
1: any other enemies besides Japan
0: I think they're but I I think that they just want they, they I think a lot of it is bluster because they just want to be left alone I mean obviously Un is, like, a psychopath. Like, if he could take over the world, he would. But I think even someone as crazy as him knows he's not doing shit. If he if he fucking nukes someone, that country is gone, it's dude. It's
1: not about nuking other countries. Their ultimate they're, goal is they're the not unification t- of the Korean Peninsula. And I think thinking I, beyond that is like Well, not- I I
0: I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that the so- the South Koreans would never accept that. There would be riots in the street. They would burn they would burn Seoul to the ground before they let like let North Korea take over their country. I think I, that's a little bit absurd. I
1: mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why they're even talking about having a peace agreement. I think to- no I, I
0: think having to- talks is fine. Yeah, if you sign a peace agreement where one side gives everything and the other side basically just gets a bunch of free shit, that's stupid. Anyway, this is a massive digression. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, okay, anyway. I'm
1: just saying every region has these examples that are just kind of like, for like sh- ugly for sure. little spits in the face of yeah. the progression of democracy.
0: For sure. But that's why hopefully people are like doing stuff. But unfortunately, I think part of it is also that people are so – Wrapped up in their little online TikTok world, and also because governments just don't give them anything. But I think part of that is you have to like go out and demand things from your government, like in Kazakhstan, like the people Um, are actually out in the street, like saying like, "Listen, motherfuckers!" And then you have a bunch of fucking online tankies being like, "This is a color revolution." Ugh, I I'm I'm sipping my you know ten dollar latte. It's like they're basically saying that's like a CIA op.
1: Meanwhile, they're using the CIA ops site. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm,
1: I'm permanently broadcasting nonstop my information to the the intelligence agencies of ten different countries as well as Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> now let me keep complaining about the intelligence services that I willfully give all my information to. Well,
0: tankies don't use Facebook. All right, tankies use Twitter, of course. Maybe Instagram, but yeah. Mark
1: but, Zuckerberg controls Twitter too. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is not real.
0: Well, it's all becoming the metaverse anyway. He's he's jacked into the metaverse, <laughs> like like Neo. Well,
1: I mean, he is the metaverse.
0: Mm, I am the metaverse.
1: What's interesting is that yeah, I think for the first couple days in Kazakhstan, they weren't doing anything. If you if you looked at the videos, like the people were like, yeah, the police are on our side. And you just saw these thousands of people and the police are just standing there, like watching it happen.
0: Well, there were there were videos of like police like kind of like joining into the protest but and now never trust never trust a cop
1: i i always think cis cis is like the that's like security it's csto Mm -hmm, CSTO CSTO. troops which are probably like yeah well the president russians the
0: the the government authorized like opening fire on protesters well
1: the government is obviously corrupt and that's where they're approaching i i figured that this is what i was thinking before that happened i was like this is this is not going to be tolerated because you have almost like a Hosni Mubarak situation, a government that looks like it doesn't have the will to use all the force that's required to put down the dissent and it might therefore go under, undergo a democratic transition. And I hope so. Well, what I was thinking is Uh Kazakhstan is nestled in between Russia and China. And I don't think any of those countries would tolerate a country the size of Kazakhstan, basically showing to the world, here's a, here's a, Another Arab Spring, basically, like yeah. an authoritarian state where the people just took to the streets, the police stood down, and suddenly they got, like, democratic progress. Like, that doesn't look good for either of those two countries. So one of them is going to basically put their foot down and say to the leader of that country, either you step in or we're going to off you and do it for you. Possible. I think that's what took place here because it, for the first couple of days, it looked like he was... He wasn't forceful enough. He didn't, he didn't authorize like use maybe the police were re- actually standing down, but I mean, with <clears> most authoritarian states like that, they, they have the capacity to basically put their foot down if they want sure. And he, he demonstrated, it looked like he didn't have the will to do so. I
0: think, well, I think also sometimes there's, there's a, like a period where they're like kind of trying to feel out the protest where they're like, is this going to continue or people are going to, is this going to like, they're going to get this out of their system type thing.
1: Yeah, maybe you might <clears> be right about that. But, uh, I, from the perspective of the neighboring states, I feel oh like no, for
0: sure that that I definitely agree with, and, and I it's do clear wonder that the
1: troops that went in were fucking Russian troops. I mean, yeah. CSTO is like basically headed by Russia,
0: which is kind of funny because they're talking about this like CIA-backed color revolution, yes, and it's FSD. actually it's, it's literally fucking Russian troops going into Kazakhstan. Like, uh, talk about yeah talk about some irony anyway but yeah
1: reliving the soviet fucking union
0: dude there's crazy videos coming out of there i haven't been following it super close but i i like check some stuff out every once in a while there was a video today of these dudes on horseback riding into the protest, like these protesters, like going to clash with the police. They're like riding horses down the street. Jeez. It was crazy, dude. Police or
1: soldiers? Because that's the worst. No, they
0: were they were civilians.
1: I'm saying, were they clashing with police or clashing? With they
0: the they there wasn't. They were like riding to the protest, so okay. I they, it, there was no actual clash uh, on camera. But because I think the police, crazy.
1: it seems like the police are not willing to use force. I think it's the yeah. Russian soldiers who will be glad to kill as many protesters as possible. The
0: thing is, is if the uh, civilians remain moderately peaceful and Russian troops just start gunning people down the street, like, that's how, that's how you get, like, actual revolution and, like, actual change is, like, when things start peaceful. I mean, I understand people's, like, want to, like, like, be violent and, like, you know, like, go go to battle in the streets, but, like, it's really hard for the world as a whole speaking like broadly f- to watch people just get massacred
1: i would say that this if there's a time to massacre civilians this is the time to fucking do it where there's like an act of genocide on one of their doorsteps R- russia basically getting ready to invade a sovereign country on another doorstep a few hundred miles away in myanmar literally a civil war which is the government against its own civilians yep. who've, th- there's like never a better time when the rest of the world will just be like Throw their hands up and say, you know, let's learn to live with COVID. Yeah,
0: they're distracted because they <laughs> they're worried about getting people their third or fourth. <laughs> I mean, shot shit.
1: You to get his band off. I'll,
0: beep it, of I'll beep it. I'll beep it. I'll beep it. I'm just joking, obviously. I just like to make that joke, but no one will get the joke now. If you DM me, I'll I'll tell you the joke on on private like uh, encrypted app. <laughs> as long as it can't be typed. Uh, well, we'll see how to do it.
1: I feel like, yeah, it's just not a, it's not a great time because you can get away with the law right now. You can get away with for sure,
0: law. for sure. People are, well, <clears throat> I think the other thing is one. I mean, I don't know how much regular citizens have to, that can do about almost anything, but like, just like the regular citizens, governments are also like in this like schizophrenic state where they're just focused on so many things at once, where they're just like. Oh, well, I mean, like... They
1: wouldn't have to if they just closed their No, borders. totally,
0: totally. It's their own fault. They, like, totally deserve deserve this. But it's it's obviously to their own peril and to the detriment of people around the world. It's, it's, and it sucks. To the detriment of not only people's lives, but also to democracy in general, kind of like you mentioned earlier. All right, two quick things. One is that Image Comics unionized, which is basically a first for the comics industry, so that's fucking sick. Um, I'm happy for them. Image Comics has a lot of good stuff, um, and then the other thing is that uh, I saw that uh, Yin Qingbiao, the big gangster boy in Taijong is uh, he's like in the hospital, so his his son can get some sympathy, allegedly.
1: Yeah, I saw you, you sent that, but <laughs> I didn't look at the details.
0: We have to be careful though. Why that is he in the hospital? I didn't see. I haven't been following. I just I like right before we came on, I saw that he was he likes was was in the hospital, and
1: I'm not gonna tell the jerk. Yeah, I just keep <laughs> my mouth shut.
0: You have to be careful about making fun of him because he will turn you into dumplings, dude. So
1: well, anyone in the hospital probably should lay off them until they get out.
0: Maybe, I don't know. Like I said, there was there was people speculating online that like he's basically just doing it for like a sympathy vote for his son.
1: What is that election? I think they-
0: it's coming up. I also like that his son's name is Wide. He's pretty wide. Yeah. He's quite wide. Yeah, that's probably good enough. Probably good enough for today. We covered a lot of ground. But night, um, guys. Y'all, I love you. I will... We will t- obviously talk to you soon. Make sure to go uh, to the website. And uh, if you see any interesting advertisements after you disable your ad blocker, make sure to click on those. And uh, go also go to the Patreon if you get a little extra the extra dollars to throw our way that's dot com slash free trying to post and uh also just spread the word via word of mouth we love you we'll talk to you soon